I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Trust me, Morales, you would be all over those Meat District burgers. <laughs> you would be a huge fan. Everybody's a huge fan. How you feeling this morning, Slee? How you, I'll take how's three your day? of them. I want three uh, Meat District burgers right out the gate. Yeah. Let's not mess around here, Trap. Let's not mess around. And the answer is it's 10 days away because, you know, you got you to gotta get sure, to the day. Gotta, yep. So that counts as the 10th day. And so. you have to take into effect other countries and how no. far they are. No. Yep. No, I get it. it's just 10 days. Like, if you count them out, there are 10 until we actually get to the day. I know I know how to count. Just because nobody else knows how to do it, Just uh, <laughs> I, I am comfortable in my rightness along the way. How are you feeling this morning? Screw everybody else. Exactly. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. By the way, you're a bad guy right out the gate. Well, yeah. So You are a bad guy right out the gate, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't think that I do. No, I don't. Think I mean, I, 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 I'm a bad guy for a variety of reasons, yes. but I'm not sure. But you're not. You sure need to be more specific. specific reason yeah. why you're a bad. Where guy. are you, by the way? You look like you're in like a real radio studio, but you're not sitting studio. across from me. No, no, no. Uh, real radio studio out here in SD. So using their studio here. So it's a real operation here, Trav. It We're looks not messing like it. around here. We're not messing around. So this is why you're a bad guy. You're a bad guy because yesterday I decided to make my drive down to San Diego. About, let's say I left around, let's say 8.30, 8.45 at night, right? Okay. So I start my way down there. Do you remember what you told me about a month ago one time when <laughs> I was driving down? Uh, vaguely, refresh my memory. Okay. This is what you told me. And I don't, I don't, I'm not expecting you to remember. It's more just to I, I, kind of- Can I guess? Sure. Something about like you ending up getting trapped in Camp Pendleton and you're nowhere to go, can't turn around, one of those sort of situations? You're a bad guy. <laughs> you're a bad guy. Because- it didn't happen. It didn't happen then, and you you had one of those. Oh man, I was bummed. You were bummed, right? You were disappointed. <laughs> so yesterday, um, you know, they take. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not even sure what part of town I was. I was definitely still between L.A. and Anaheim, somewhere around there. Okay. And they just said, you know, forget these five lanes. We don't need five lanes, guys. Okay. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna work on a couple of the lanes, what are you guys gonna open up three? Let's let. Give us three of the lanes. You guys work on two. No, 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 no. Trev, one lane. They were, they were going. For, do you know how many cones have to be out <laughs> to go from five lanes to one? Do you know how many miles? Where of were a you? But get, get specific. Where were you? I think I was actually. I think I was between Irvine and Anaheim, like that that pocket, like that. Which area freeway? Right I'm on the five. On, the, on the five. five. Yeah. Irvine. In Anaheim, so okay. Kind of, you could say you could say I that's a say, long stretch, Lee. That's like a ten mile stretch. Well, I, I was going to say let let's say a little bit, a lot of cones. The cones could have gone ten miles for all <laughs> I know. How are you supposed to get everybody on the freeway to get to one lane? You have to have eight miles of cones lined up to to eventually get to that that spot. So I I, I want to say a little bit past Disneyland. Let's say let's, okay. let's I mean, use that as kind of my okay. barometer there. Um, oh, there was work on the freeways yesterday, my man. There was work on the freeways. But here's the only thing. You're a bad guy. We already discovered that. Put that to the side. 
and you finally got kind of what you were looking for. And in a weird way, <laughs> well, while I was driving, I saw a grin on your face, and I didn't even <laughs> talk to you. I didn't even communicate with you. Okay. <laughs> but can I just say this? When I got to the actual, because you know they start laying out the cones sure. well before sure. there's actually work being done. Got to funnel it down to one. Got to funnel it down. <laughs> and then once you finally get down to where the work's being done, which is basically a baseball park because they, they're using the same stadium lights that they're using at Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. right? And they're lighting up everything. Bro, can I tell you we do not give enough love to those men and women that are work. Here I am sitting in my car complaining, right? That I'm not moving, anything else. I got the air conditioning, or I got the heater, I got the music, I got this, I got that. These people, I, they got the grave, the graveyard shift. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, there's most of these people I can't even see because they are literally taking out the entire asphalt <laughs> that makes the road of the five freeway. Uh, they were putting in some work. So as much as I... Um, hate you for enjoying me sitting in traffic. I did get a chance to see there's some real people doing some work out there late at night. B- buddy of mine does that. Like that's his mm. occupation. He d- and they love the nighttime shift because usually it's hot, so it- it's a little bit better. But he does that. You're right. It is hard work. Here, here's my question: yeah. If if I'm if you're just south of Disneyland, roughly is where we're going. This is there are roughly 48 different ways to get around that traffic jam. Like this is why. Camp Pendleton is so daunting because you're there is nowhere to go. You got the ocean on one side, yep. and you've got Camp Pendleton, which you are not allowed into. On the other side, you're kind of pinned. You have out. military land on the other side. There are yes. 68 freeways within any direction. They just exit the freeway. Why didn't you go a different way? Okay, you you ever see where? First, I I was kind of too late. When when it's that late at night, I'm not particularly using my maps i just don't need to right well, I don't. all the evidence to the contrary <laughs> <laughs> well i guess apparently now i i need to use it but even when i had um by the time i kind of put on the map i was already at the point where it was just all red and it was like you ain't going anywhere like that's it and this wasn't hey take this off ramp no 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 all the off ramps are closed so everybody's now in the same in the same direction so i guess trav the moral of the story is I opened up ways way too late. Yeah, I think I think that is it. And look, I'm not saying that I necessarily would have helped you, but I I probably would have helped you. This that's kind of my backyard. I know that neighbor. Chris, that's Chris's backyard. We could have given you 45 alternate routes on how to get around that snarl. You, you know how people say you could speak it into existence. Yeah, you spoke it into existence. Thought it in, well, but I see. Here's the thing, though. I like. I, I know. I just said this, but. You had options that you just didn't exercise. Like there, like San Diego is a tricky spot to get to. You either go fifteen or f- or five. Those yep. are kind of the only two ways to get there from uh, like the general LA area where you are. There are like a million different opportunities to get a little further south to get back on the five. No, no, don't turn this on me. Okay, <laughs> it okay, is, maybe but it I, is on listen, you. Listen, maybe I didn't execute the game plan, but you're. <laughs> You're forgetting the moral of the story. I want you to just remember the moral of the oh, story there. That I'm a bad guy? Yeah, but I knew that. Like, look, not, believe me, I am rooting against you at all times. You're not that bad. You. You're not that bad. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, the only time you told me one of your traffic things, I'm like, yeah, I don't like that, is when the tire took you out, because that could have been bad. That, that, that could have been a problem, and I don't want anything bad. bad to happen to you. I just want you to be very inconvenienced. Let's just say I had a lot more time to make some phone calls and to listen to some uh, some more podcasts. Pa- so Pandora, commercial free Pandora, commercial free Pandora. A little YouTube <laughs> last night as well. Some audio, 
whatever audio podcast books whatever I was listening so to. So you got on the road after the Lakers pulled out a squeaker in uh in Indiana. Never in doubt. Uh, no, there's lots of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> lots of doubt. Uh, a lot of different times there was quite a bit of doubt. Um which kind of brings us to to where I think I want to start and we'll, we'll get going right now and, and Laker fans I want you to get in on this too 877710ESPN. There's a couple of different ways to look at what we saw last night. The the positive and fair and accurate way is they did play well down the stretch. They did come back from a 15-point deficit. They did get a offensive and defensive contribution from Anthony Davis that basically won them the game. He hit the game-winning basket, and he had a game-winning um, block or, or game-saving block yep. towards the end. He was great. LeBron did what LeBron has done, and they won a hard-fought game on the road and they get to put it in the wind column and keep it moving. That's the the positive outlook on this. The other outlook on this is Indiana's not very good. They're they're in eleventh place in the Eastern Conference. They had a fifteen point lead that the Lakers needed to furiously rally behind. You did need the referees to stop blowing their whistles for Indiana in the fourth quarter. And they kind of I don't want to say gift because they won the game. I'm not saying it's a gift, but that's a game that a a really good team should win. A lot easier than what we saw last night. It, it kind of depends on the lens you're looking at. So, by the way, I think that's that's very fair because I, I think that's two games in a row, the Knicks win and the Pacers win, that you feel a certain way after the game. I'll tell you, Trav, I can't speak for you. I can't speak for anybody else. But from my perspective, um, and I was talking about this in the postgame show, you're not going to win a ton of games playing that type of basketball. Right. You're not. And and you're, there's some things that you're fortunate with. Um, you're fortunate that the Knicks ran a really stupid possession at the end of the game that they actually could have won it, maybe if they put the ball in Jalen Brunson's hands rather than Julius Randle. But the fact that the Knicks had a chance to win that game when the Lakers were up six with a minute and a half to go. Um, last night's game, a, another good example. The Pacers, like you mentioned, they, they had... They had uh, Tyrese Halliburton played in the game yesterday. He hadn't played in the 10 previous games, and they went 1-9 and nine over those 10 games. He's a really good player. Yes. However, um, let's not make it sound like the Indiana Pacers. It's the Pacers that played the Lakers with Reggie Miller and Mark Jackson and everybody else, right? Like that's, <laughs> How it's dare not you that... leave Rick Smits out of that, by the way? I was how, waiting. How, how I didn't, I didn't know. Do I go now or do I go with <laughs> Rick the Davis Smits was guys? instrumental in those Indiana teams. Seven what was foot, the, what, the Flying Dutchman. What was the was it Antonio Davis? Who were the two Davis? They had all they, the Davises. They, they had they Antonio. Did, right? <laughs> they had Dale. They had all the Davises. Yeah, they had multiple. Multiple They had multiple seven, Davi. They had seven Davis uh, <laughs> players. No, but I, I I think yesterday is a really good example to say Lakers got to win, and when you're that desperate for wins, you say sounds good. You got the win, but I think big picture, um, this is what scares me or concerns me about the Lakers. That's not good enough basketball to win over an extended period of time. Now, no. can they maybe build some momentum off of it? Can they convince themselves, hey, guys, we only gave up 15 points in the fourth quarter. We're more of that team than we are the other. Can they say, look how well we played in overtime when we went against six? They can probably do that, and I hope that builds them some momentum. But, T. Raj, I, I fall more along the line of more along the lines of that basketball that we've seen these last couple of days – has the, it's turned into W's, 
that's just not going to be good enough down the stretch over these final 29 games. I think we're overcomplicating it. I think that there is a very obvious thing that needs to be continued or improved, and if it doesn't happen, we're spinning our wheels. It is really very obvious, and no less an authority than Darvin Ham agrees with me. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> so, Al, I've gotten a, a text from a friend of mine about your traffic snafu that says uh, it's called the Orange Crush, and they call it that because there are so many freeways right there. The 5, the 57, the 133, the 405, that there are nothing but options to avoid those scenarios. It's too late. <laughs> it's too far in the game. <laughs> I was too far in the game. I was actually I was I was stopped long enough where I'm just sitting there admiring. I'm like, is this these are real people. This is real work here getting done. Have you never seen construction workers before? <laughs> have you have you stopped and really admired what these people are doing? Yeah, I mean, like I'm not I told kidding. you. A friend of mine, that's what he does for a living. He's been doing mm-hmm. it since right after school. He's been doing it for thirty years, yes. I had plenty of time to admire yesterday. A lot of time to. You should admire. have got out and offered to get. Hey, you guys give me a vest and a hard hat, and I'll help you out. We'll, we'll create a can new I get lane you guys together. Some coffee, some food. You could finish a whole like Stephen King novel on the time that you're probably in that traffic. I could have. I could have finished. Uh, I could have finished half of Babylon. <laughs> I did, I saw a, a billboard for that driving in this morning, um, and. It's the and I I see the thing and I'm thinking you know I still would really like to see that because the billboard had Margot Robbie on it I'm like well yeah that's that's gonna work they they know what they're doing the advertising people know how to get my attention and then I'm like no it's a three hour movie and I and I had that very that moment of clarity which was I know as of this very second of my time on Earth here I will never see Babylon. (laughs) I, I like I just like in the back of my mind I'm like I like Margot Robbie I like Brad Pitt like these are people that I find likable and entertaining you see a lot of debaucherous things in that movie I, I'm sure you're right I, I believe but I also know myself well enough to know that you know I just I officially punted on my way up this morning I, I'm not doing it I think you have to do it when you have no people in the house again remember what back when they were all in Tahoe or whatever and <laughs> you're you're right. he doesn't he doesn't yeah. have time he, he goes to bed at 7 30 exactly speaking of <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, one of those in. Uh, not quite seven thirty, but I was light, not just in bed, but like in REM sleep by nine fifteen. It was glorious. It was Laker game was over. There was really yep. nothing else that was super interesting to me, and I went upstairs and flipped on a Seinfeld and good night, guys. Dart in the neck and see you later. Lights out. Yeah, you, you have to. You have to watch. 
Babylon like a, like an Ozark or like a <laughs> where you just get like minutes one at a time. No, I'm not kidding. You get like 50 minutes, wait for it to come out, and then do like 50 minutes and then turn it off. And then you could watch it over the span of one week. Honestly, there are actually some really good places, Al, you, you can tell from watching it, that you could stop it. That's that, that's yeah. an episode. It's like there's an opening the party. Opening scene. The opening party sequence, which is an hour. Yes. <laughs> and then you can stop it there. You know what I need? I need like an Emily Hebel supercut where yes, you just can, cu- you just give me the parts that I need to see. I'll give you t- I'll give you uh, time codes of, hey, <laughs> go, go watch this part of the of the movie. Speaking of, you uh, 12.15 today, you're going to tell us what we, what we should watch this weekend? Yes, I I actually might have two suggestions, Ooh. so I have two for you. Okay. All right. What was the the last one? Was the uh, zombie one? Yes, the last one was The Last of Us. I don't know if you heard it, uh, Al, but uh, it was like great. And I I set everybody up really well because if you binge it on Saturday, you got to see probably one of the best episodes of TV. Everybody ever was saying on that. Sunday. I, I, I saw I like the the buzz was an obviously very popular <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. But the buzz was that's how you wrap up a TV show. That it was yes. just an incredibly satisfying conclusion. So um, for those who haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil anything at all. Don't have turn you off watched your radio. it? Out? <laughs> uh, completely blind on this one. Yeah, me so, too. The episode. So, there are some episodes that stop you in your tracks in life. It's it's the yeah, suitcase. Take it easy. It's the suitcase episode <laughs> in Mad Men. Cobra it's, Kai season three. <laughs> it's Ozzy Vandias and Breaking Bad. It's San Junipero <laughs> and Black Mirror. They're things that like make you think about your life. And so this episode last Sunday was an episode or that makes you think about your life. it makes you think, life. yeah, I just killed an hour and I was going to go outside. <laughs> but it has uh, Nick Offerman and uh, Murray Bartlett. Murray Bar- Bartlett is from um, White Lotus. And then uh, Nick Offerman, obviously, from Parks and Recreation, a million other things. And it's it, if you haven't caught up in The Last of Us, you need to catch up in it now. It's It's so good. Trav, catch up no on zombies. it. Catch up on it, and then tell me what you think. You first, <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> I'm not here today. Yeah, you need to turn on your yes. camera. I, I need I need to see your face as well. Uh, today, of course, is a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN, presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Um. I'm not super online. However, I was on. I was kind of poking around a little bit last night, and sleep, a bunch of people were sending me the uh, Miles Teller Bud Light commercial that was on Twitter oh, last yeah, night. Oh yeah, it was good. It was. It's great. Where they're kind of dancing around. I think that I'm assuming that's his wife. It um, is his wife. Yeah. So they're kind of dancing. They got their Bud Lights, but basically, me and Miles Teller are Bud Light super influencers. Yeah, that's that, basically what it is. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I mean, if he was on there getting that much love. I'm surprised that he wasn't tagging you in anything or anything like that. <laughs> it would have been nice. That would have been. But I did get a handful of people like, "Hey, Trav, look, you and you and Miles Teller." Well, yeah, I know. I mean, I, they picked the right people. He's in Maverick, and I talk yes, on the radio. He's in Top Gun. This and, is how it know, works. This is how it works. I will say this: um, we're way too close to the end of the football season. We got one game left. Not We've good, got buddy. one game. It's the Super Bowl, so it's a big deal, and we'll all yeah. get to eat chili and wings and pizza or whatever your Super Bowl party fare of choice is. So you'll probably get some ramen and sushi. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's a great day. What does <laughs> Super Bowl like a nice ramen? <laughs> but we're almost done, and that's that kind of bums me out. It's like the when Christmas starts, you look forward to it as a kid, and then like halfway through opening the presents, you're like, oh my gosh, it's almost done. And you got to wait another year. We're almost done with another season. Okay, would this be a terrible idea that um, I swear you would still get people that would watch? If they decided the moment the Super Bowl ends to start airing week one of the NFL football season 
from last year and just literally on the Sundays put some games on, I think people would literally still watch. Some I'm would, not kidding. I think people but would. L- let me ask you this, because yeah. they do do that, right? Like NFL Network does that. They they have them on basically all year long, especially and CBS when, and Fox. Yeah, I, it's, as much as we all love the NFL specifically and sports in general, rerun games don't yeah. work. It yeah. just it just doesn't work. We love it. I'm telling you, and I, I I don't know if I'm one in a million, probably so. I did not hate the XFL last year. I didn't watch a ton of it, but every time I had or not the XFL, the USFL. Every time I turned that on, it would hold my attention for 20 minutes or a half an hour. It was a nice little football fix, and we've seen a handful of guys make the transition. You get some good players in there. It may it may be something that not that becomes an NFL rival, but something that can satisfy that football Jones during the so spring. You have to be uh, a football junkie, I think. You know what I mean. So like I, I for me, um, NFL is amazing. The NFL season's amazing. At least I know. Look, NFL ends. There's actually now we're getting close to meaningful NBA games. Mm-hmm. Before we know it, we're obviously going to get some baseball. It's really after basketball that I'm just whistling, staring at a wall, saying, "Well, now what?" Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's time. We, I, I'm I'm ready for football to come back. I'm ready for preseason. I'm ready to go to Irvine. I'm ready to start it all over again and kind of run it back for the 2023 season. Here's what Darvin Ham said after the Lakers won last night. Keep in mind, Anthony Davis knocked down the game-winning shot and a tough shot, by the way, a little fallaway yep. jump shot. Um, had a great defensive play on the other end to prevent them from retaking the lead. Here's what AD or uh, uh, Darvin Ham had to say after that: We're not going anywhere without a healthy AD, and not just a healthy AD. AD playing at an elite level on both sides of the ball. No disrespect to anyone else on the roster. Obviously, we've got a couple of other Hall of Fame players and all defensive guys and guys who have really established themselves to be great high-level players in this league, but make no mistake about it, AD is the biggest X factor. Whatever analogy or metaphor you want to use, he is that for us. Yes. Because we, we talk about, well, okay, it's LeBron's minutes, and we talk about where they're going to make a trade, and how much will Hachimura make an, uh, uh, an impact, and how are you going to use Russ in, in a playoff series, and if he shoots poorly, what do you, and we talk about all these. Yeah. We're, we're, I get it. That stuff is part of it, but the only thing that matters is if Anthony Davis is healthy and playing well. If he is, they have a chance. If he isn't, they don't. No matter what else happens with mm-hmm. a trade, no matter what else happens, how good LeBron can be, how much the, you know Austin Reeves can get hot on a night, or Russell, if AD is healthy, you have a shot. If he isn't, you don't. It is literally – that's not my opinion. That's what, that's what Darvin Ham just said. Mm-hmm. We're not going anywhere without a healthy AD, and not just a healthy AD, him playing at an elite level on both sides of the ball. Full so, stop. So, T-Raj, there's, there's – Obviously, there's a ton of factors that come into play in being successful at anything. And if you said, "All right, I mean, this is a—it's not the best example." If you have a pie chart and you're saying, "Okay, hey, what percentage of the Lakers' success is Anthony Davis?" You can apply whatever percentage you want to that. There's other pieces that will make a successful run. Those are going to be smaller pieces than it, it's all. Last season, when Bron averaged 30 plus, it was like, well. Obviously, something went wrong because he's not supposed to average 30-plus. AD's supposed to get you the 28 or the 30 or whatever the case is. And his availability is going to be everything. And his availability will give them some glimmer of hope. Um, there's other things as well. I, I, I don't not disagree. according to Darvin Ham. 
I, I don't. I, I, I mean, just, I, this is what I'm saying. If Darvin Ham is saying the same thing that I'm thinking, then I'm just going with that. I, I, I'm all. I'm kind of being funny, but I'm done talking about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Is AD playing? Yeah. Is he good? Yeah. Okay. You have my attention. If the answer is no to either one of those things, I'm out. But but that's not. I I think listening to that quote, nothing shocking's coming out of it, right? Like I I don't think anybody is thinking. Um, by him saying what he said, I don't think that really kind of changes anybody's view on the Los Angeles. Like, I think we all kind of know, yeah, AD is everything. And if he's missing 50% of the season, like he missed 50% of the season the last two years, go look at the last two years as a perfect indicator of what the Lakers are without Anthony Davis. They're a first-round exit uh, with no chance against the Suns, and they're a 33-win team without Anthony Davis. And this year, they're still three games below five hundred. And primarily because Anthony Davis has been out close to 50% again. So um, I hear it. I understand it. I get it. There's some other things that I would say are, you know, also critical factors, but I, I don't, there's nothing to argue on, on the ADP. Yeah. I, I don't know what the other critical, I mean, look, if something happened to LeBron, that obviously is, is a huge deal, but th- there are no critical factors when it comes to making a run other than that. I don't care how well any of those other guys play. I don't care what deal may or may not be coming down the road if anthony davis is good great you've got a shot though like all the things that we've said about the western conference being yeah. bunched together nobody being you know extraordinarily better than the rest of the the teams then you got a shot if he's not then you don't can i ask you this can i ask you this you're that sold that if ad is there and he's playing last night he was 30 31 and i think 14, 14 something yeah. like that yeah had a couple blocks as well. Um, you think that that's enough to say, okay, watch out for the Lakers? Because I still think there's more. There, there's They haven't convinced me, at least watching them night in and night out. And AD just came back, so I'm not saying that it's not going to take a second. But there's some other things that I look at this team and I, I kind of scratch my head. I, I don't know how they're going to figure this one out. They're not going to figure out that. I'm not saying that he's not key and he's not important, but are you convinced that yes. AD is there? They got a that that's it. Watch out for the Lakers in the Western no, Conference. No, the exact opposite of that. If he's not there, you can officially stop paying attention. <laughs> the, the, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, oh the, yeah, yeah. No the, question about that. If he's somewhere between just average or unavailable, we're done. But with him, then all of those little other things become somewhat meaningful. But if that other piece isn't there, you're rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. That, I, I don't that, think that they're the team to beat in the West. I don't think that they come out of the West. But can they win a series? Yeah. Can mm-hmm. they make it very uncomfortable for whoever they get in the round after that? Yep. Sure. Th- that's what I'm talking about. But if, but that the, the ceiling is somewhere where you're kind of making people uncomfortable. Not that you're the team to beat, but you're also not a team that anybody's dying to play. But without him, we're just we're howling at the moon. I can't speak for Taylor. But you cannot tell me that he didn't get a little bit more concerned yesterday when the Lakers went from 13th to 12th. Oh, did they move up? They went from 13th to 12th. (laughs) Shaking in my boots. And Taylor there saying to himself, you know, if we got a first-round matchup against the Los Angeles, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want that smoke. I'm trying to look it up real quick. I want to know where the Lakers are. How how many games out of sixth place are they? They are two and a half. They're two and a half out of six? (laughs) Two and a half out of six. Because three plays six, right? That's uh, right. three plays six. There yes. we go. I want. Well, the I mean, we're basically basically. It's like I I already bought tickets to Speaking Arco Arena. That's what I'm. Gonna, I already bought tickets to Sleep Train. 
<laughs> golden one, come on. Sleep train, golden one, Arco, light the beam. As long as the beam comes out of the top of the stadium, it's all good for me. All right. Um, I, I, I'm going to do something I don't like to do. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Al. Yes, sir. I'm on a little bit of a losing streak. And you started it. You took me out in peanut butter tic-tac-toe the other day. Which, Which is an Olympic sport, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you did, and and look, I, I'm, things like that. I like to win. Like I, I like to win little games like peanut butter tic tac toe. And I thought I had you. I got my first two balls, and I thought yeah. that you were, you know, you were behind. And then you staged a rally after us both missing the same shot eighty six times in a row. Yes, and you won. Correct. So this morning, um, you know, the new Papa Shot machine they put in the lobby. Yeah. So Berg says to me, hey, you want a quick round of pop a shot? And I'm like, mm. yeah, sure. That sounds like fun. Lost that too. So I'm on like a two-game losing streak. I'm already worried about pickleball, which is coming up here. I I need to turn my luck around. So, Slee, this was, this, I, was I went into this being very underconfident because I was okay. like, you know, Trav likes to win things. And I decided that after a little while, after being overly confident about being able to chug a beer, a I decided, yeah, yeah, I think, I was, I was just, hey, let's just go play. Yeah, let's do that. Go get, go get a couple of beers out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I need to break my streak. And coming out on top. Felt pretty good. I okay, let me. I got a couple questions good. here because Papa Sucks. Shot is. I'm three and zero by the way in Papa Shot. Are you? Who else did you yeah. get? Laura and Nick Riley in sales. Okay. Okay. So Papa Shot is one of those games where uh, there's some there's some strategy to this, and I'm curious for you guys. Are you banking it in? Are you trying to bank it in? Or are you you going straight in? I think it depends on how I'm feeling on that moment. On that well, what shot. did you do against Trav? Were you banking so, it in or straight well, in? Well, no, it was it was a little bit of both, but you know, okay. you put a little bit of spin on it so that it it doesn't shoot hard off the backboard if you do hit it off the backboard. It's a vol- it's a volume yeah. game. I'm yeah. just yeah. trying to get as many shots up as right. you can and hope that enough of that. I lost I it's lost a by pop one. Too. It's not a it's yeah, not a regular shot. It, it's it's short. It, it, everybody knows Papa shot, but I yeah I just I lost and now it's going to bother me. Like I know you guys think I'm kidding. It will bother me that I've lost two. I, I'm good at these little stupid games like yeah, this. Apparently not. Apparently not. You're, you're right. Yeah, and, I, not. And, and I have nothing to say to you guys other than you're right. Apparently not. This and is a new trap. It's going to gnaw away at me. I <laughs> hate it. What, what confuses me, too, is it's almost like two fighters, right? You know how you look at, okay, what's the height and what's the length, the arms, right? Uh-huh. You're so much closer to the hoop than Berg is. Berg was basically Steph Curry, and you were Miles <laughs> Turner around the basket. That's right. A couple shots. Well, I don't get to stand next to the hoop. We're still taking, what is that, six-footers? Yeah, something like that. 
It's actually taking four footers. Your reach. You I, have a lot longer reach. I mean, I'm not by two. I'm not Brandon Ingram. I mean, to fair, to be fair, I mean, win is a win is a win, and I'm Although take I guess it. I am like Brandon Ingram, and I lost Listen, again. Listen, in a popper shot, you kind of, it's, it's the same comp. <laughs> it's pretty close. If I am, like, like I, I lost, and everybody thinks that I should win, but I never do. So I am like Brian, Brandon Ingram. Now, you, your view on B.I., I love, B.I. has got shots from you now, I feel like, for a year. Oh, no, no. You, How long has he been in the league? You have views on B.I. that I don't think anybody else has. I've never said B.I. is supposed to be winning. Like, I think you have oh, B.I. way too high not, on not, your... Not you specifically, Al, but this, I'll tell you, I mean, Brandon Ingram's one. You know how you can tell how good he is? How his team always seems to lose. That's how <laughs> you can really tell. A really good guy is always on a losing team. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Especially so lost, in basketball. So they lost 10 in a row. <laughs> get off their back. Which, a, which brings me to the thing that I wanted to talk about. Did you see them get kind of, and Brandon Ingram specifically, get screwed by the refs last night? No, didn't see the specifics. I know they were down big, and I want to yep. say Luca got hurt or something like that, and yep. then they came back. But you I know, didn't see the I didn't see the play. You know that if the Lakers beat the Pelicans on Saturday, they pass the Pelicans. Don't yeah, because that, the bro. Pelicans are sinking like they have cement shoes don't, on. Don't do that. Okay, I'm don't just that, I'm just putting don't, out. I'm just not, saying facts. It doesn't mean I'm not saying they're going to or anything. I'm not. I'm not trying to jinx anything. No, I know what you mean. No, I, I know it they are. They got. By the way, their next few games literally, it's. Pelicans, who are in front of them. Portland, who's in front of them. OKC, that's right behind them. Golden State, that's right in front of them. And then I think Pelicans again. So they got some teams in front of them that, that they're going to play. So last night, the Pelicans fell way behind. And they, and they made and they made a huge comeback to get within a, a, a very tight margin with just a few seconds left in the game, about five seconds left in the game. Brandon Ingram is defending the inbound ball mm-hmm. and deflects it, right? The referees blow the whistle and say he was out of bounds when he deflected the ball. They let the clock continue to run, burned an extra second and a half off the clock. He was neither out of bounds, it was a perfectly legal defensive play, and they right. never went and put the time back on the on the clock. Dallas ends up holding on to beat the Pelicans. That's 10 in a row for the Pelicans to lose. And it wasn't just one mistake, it was two mistakes on the same play that quite possibly altered the outcome of the game. This is obviously on the heels of LeBron and what happened in Boston on Saturday. There has to be some, and, and I'm not. They didn't a, go back and look at it and they, change anything the, after the game. The NBA came out and said, "Yep, we screwed it up again." Oh, that's good. Yep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, I'm that, sure. Thanks, last two minute report. You know, I got to be honest. If they didn't come out and say that, I would feel so much more worse. <laughs> it makes no sense. I, I hate those two minute reports. I really do. I, I think they're so it's, irrelevant. They don't do anything for you. All they do is just upset you all you, over there again. There has to be penalties consequences for referees that alter the outcome of games i get it there's going to be bang bang plays that are tough to officiate one way or the other but was he in or out is not difficult can i can i what, can what putting the right amount of time on the clock is not difficult that's an easy thing that yeah. they do all the time that's what i mean and and when you're down into i think this was under five seconds a, a second and a half of time is an eternity and they got it wrong again and everybody just goes eh, and keeps it moving okay, it, it, let, it's let infuriating let me ask you this: Is it is this just uh, I don't know? Is this just the bad run for the referees, or is it, are they just getting? Is it just idiotic mistakes? I'm gonna give you an example from the Laker game yesterday. Do you remember late in the game, Pat Bev steals the ball from Tyrese Halliburton? Okay, clean steal. I mean, it wasn't even like it. Literally, wasn't one of those where you felt like um, you need to review it, any of that stuff. Maybe they hit call- the arm. None of that stuff. None of that. they called a foul. So. Then Darvin Ham has to use his challenge. 
to show the referees that it wasn't even close, it wasn't a foul. Okay, they got it right, right? The problem is you just used your challenge. So yep. now you can't Gone use now. it for a real play. Like, you can't use it for for the moment that you want to use your challenge. Like you said, Trav, those bang-bang plays that maybe a ref just didn't see it because it was, you know, it, it was that close of a call. Well, if you're using your challenge on the most obvious ones, that's the part that bothers me most because people can say, oh, well, look, they got it right. Yeah, but... You know, by getting that wrong, the Lakers are now at a disadvantage because they don't have that challenge left. Absolutely. And, and again, I get it. They're human beings. They're going to make mistakes. But you can't have mistakes that change results. The Pelicans are now in a situation, and obviously Zion's going to come back. Brandon Ingram's coming back. They're probably going to crawl their way back up again. But they're on the cusp of being outside of the play. What if they sure. miss by one game? Sure. What What if the Lakers miss by one game? Well, they have to change the way that you have these challenges anyway. Because what you're talking about, Slee, is now you have to not use your challenge that's until it. the very end of the game. No, that's why. So, like, you have to wait until the very, like, last five seconds of a game. Otherwise, because that's when it could very well come down to it. It happened against uh, the other night for the Lakers. I forget which team it was against. But there was they had to call. There was a play at the very end of the game, but they had already used their challenge. So yep. they couldn't use it. So at this point now, you have to wait to those last five seconds and just not care about anything ahead of time. The challenge has to change. Either you get the challenge, you use it. If you get it right, you keep it. Or you just get rid of this stuff and just go check stuff. Get rid of all of the replay. The replays. I, I think the NBA, I don't know what it is with the league, but they have the longest replay Ugh. by far. It's like 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not kidding. You listen to John and Michael on the broadcast. I just I wait for Michael... Michael will call it right away. He'll say, okay, this is what happened. And then five minutes will go by, and then the referees will agree, whatever the case is. And just listening to Michael in that time in between, complaining about why it's taking so long, is a movie in itself. That's the only thing that I think becomes entertaining when they're going for the reviews. Tennis is, is the best. It's in or out. We keep it going. The computer looks <laughs> right. at it. But the, the yep. next best one is baseball. Baseball didn't take a long Quick. time. It's pretty darn quick when they decide to go. Footballs is not great, and basketballs is the awful. Horrendous. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Strike quick phone call. Let's go to Kavina and Robert. Robert, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Long-time listener. Love listening to you guys when I'm on the road. Um, quick question for you. Um, do you guys feel like there's something that Coach Ham has to do to placate Russ and that's the reason why he doesn't see what the entire world sees around how much of a liability Russ is as it relates to the game. Because, look, I mean, I think we're 500 in spite of, of having Russ because I think we'd be a lot better off if we wouldn't have him. Just sit him down. But I think he just – I refuse to believe Ham is that bad of a coach that he doesn't see what the rest of us sees. What's your take? Al? So, I, I mean, listen, I, I'll say this. Russ last night, um, not a good stat line. Had 10 assists. I'll give him the credit on that. He was 2 of 16 from the field. If there's one thing that bothers me about Russ, and I'll put Darvin Ham into this mix as well, I get it sometimes when they say, hey, you know, if you miss a shot, don't worry about it. Forget about it like it wasn't there. Take the next one. Okay, yeah, if you're J.J. Redick or you're Ray Allen or if you're guys that that's that's your expertise is is hitting jumpers or hitting shots, not when the other team is basically just uh, begging you to take that shot. I actually have a feeling that now that they're getting healthier, a lot of these end of games, you saw it in, which game was it, the Knicks, that he was out the entire fourth quarter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Came in for part of the game in the overtime. 
Yesterday he came in with about five minutes left, came in for Rui, which if the Lakers don't win that game, it's a much different conversation this morning of why was Russ in towards the end of that game. I think he's going to get less and less PT towards the end of games. I really do. Reeves might come back tomorrow. They're going to have real options that they don't have to have Russ in, and I don't disagree. There are times in the game, late in that game, he is a liability, and if he continues to play in these games late and there isn't an advantage to having him in, that's a problem. And and the game against the Knicks when he bought him into OT, I think he had three assists in overtime, so he found a way to contribute. He was the but best I, player on the court in overtime. I would rather have him personally – He's not a guy unless he's having a really good game going into the final couple of minutes. I'd rather have him on the bench and in the game. Okay, look, I, I think what the caller was saying, though, there's some truth to that. I think that because Rusk is a potentially combustible presence, you do need to make sure that he feels valued, that he feels like he's contributing, that if you just perpetually bury him on the bench at the most important times – you're not going to get the the decent stretches that he's giving you earlier in the game. That that Russ, while he's point. been while he's been better as far as accepting his role, he's still Russell Westbrook. He's still more or less wired the way he's always been wired. And if he knows that in every close game, I'm not getting on the court. I don't know what you're going to get from him when you're in the early part of the game. And I think Darvin, whether it's spoken aloud or not, there's this understanding of I'm going to give you an opportunity to be you. Um, because if I don't, we both know how that's going to go. I'm not saying so, it's the right thing to no, do, but I'm saying right that that's the that would not surprise me at all. So he he is getting, and I, I don't think it's a surprise. Comes off the bench, still plays 29 minutes a game. Yeah, right. So he's still going to get. You can almost call it starter minutes. Ask Slee right around the corner. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, if you want to get in on the phones, 877-710-ESPN is the number for Astley, 877-710-3776. Christopher Holmes is going first, Al, and he writes, Kennedy Rec Center calls and tells you that they want to rename it the Sliwa Center and build a statue of you out front. What pose is the statue doing? Um, All right, first off, um, if that ever got approved, uh, God bless the city of El Cajon, but awful decision on their part. But let's just play along with this, and let's say that that is happening. I think it's clear, Trav, and I could show you as I'm standing up here. It's definitely the robot, right? Like, that is my signature move, (laughs) and it's kind of getting me in the move. So I think that's one. Another one could be Usain Bolt when he did his one of these. (laughs) That's pretty good. Okay, so there's another one right there. And then the last one, and I don't think they're going to give me three statues, but I would appreciate if I got three so then I could have three different ones, 
It's when Shaq says, can you dig it? And he puts up both. <laughs> those would be my three. I'm trying to think what it should be for you because those, none of those are yours. What like, are you talking I, about? I, I need something that is very Alan Sliwa. Did you see what jo- uh, Joey Jojo tweeted out yesterday? What was uh, that? It's a picture of Slee, his form, shooting in the gym. <laughs> I did not see oh, elbow, that. Yeah, elbow's in. That's got to be Elbow is in. I don't it know. could be that. A, you got kind of a two-handed shot, Slee. No, I do not have a two-handed shot. Okay? It looks like you're going up with two right there. <laughs> I'd like to see. I'm trying to think what's very slew. Like for me, obviously, I'm just sitting in a comfortable chair with a drink. Like that's that's what the statue would be for me. That's what I do. It's what I enjoy. I'm trying to think what yours would be. Uh, maybe taking Rookie for a walk or, or a hike. Some, something. It needs to be something Sliwa specific. I like the Usain Bolt idea, but that's Usain Bolt's deal, not yours. They're going to take it down for for copying him. Copyright. 805 Raider says, Al, uh, Morales says that is his athletic peak, his basketball game resembled a young Scottie Pippen. Whose game Mm -hmm. best reflects your style when you were at your hooping peak? Um... Okay, I think at my best, and let's let's be uh, let's try to make sure that I'm not using a Scotty Pippen esque. However, this is a Hall of Famer that was in the Dream Team. If I have to go, anyone kind of like John Stockton, right? Where I can't create anything on my own, but I, I need a little <laughs> bit of help. I need somebody to set a screen. I, I could hit my open jumper. I'm gonna probably pass the ball a lot. You're gonna look at the box. You're gonna look at the stat line when it's all said and done, and say this guy had seven points. That's all he had. But I might have might have had nine or ten assists. <laughs> Mine's Oliver Miller. <laughs> I was gonna go with Duckworth. <laughs> yeah, that, not fat enough. Like I was thinking, Oliver Miller, tractor trailer, maybe uh, Stanley Roberts back in the day. If you want to go back to the '90s, guys that were just like, dude, you need to get in shape. That why early for- Charles Barkley. <laughs> Why am I forgetting the name? Who was the uh, big baby? Big baby Davis, but he was yes. no, he was too good. He, he actually was a pretty good player, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I need somebody that was terribly underwhelming, and it, it never really worked out. I disagree. You'd be like a Marcus All. No, you can hit the outside jumper. He's you in know? shape. No, nope. your post up moves are uh, are. You could use your left. You could use your right. <laughs> no, I can definitely <laughs> not use my left. Not a chance. Jacob says. Can you have the time of your life more than once? Mm. So right out the gate, I would say, yes, you can, because it's almost like saying that's the best meal that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And we've all said that's the best meal that I've ever had. But then does it take away the last meal that you had? Um, I think you can say it multiple times. I think you could have the time of your life multiple times. Yeah, yes. but by definition, you can because it's that there can only be one at any given time, and then you can have something that exceeds whatever yes, the right. time of your life was, and yes. then that is the new time of your life. Yeah, but you can't, you can't say, go backwards. You can't have multiple ones, but you can have the one that is the best up until that moment. Because what you can't say is I had the second best time of my life. <laughs> well, yeah, you can. Yeah, that actually, would be no, the you second can. best <laughs> that, time that, of life. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> throwing that out there, yeah, I guess you can. Absolutely. Because, look, to use your meal, right? You have a meal that you like, that's the best meal I've ever had. That's fine. There's a chance you could go the very next day and have a better meal. That would now be the best meal you've ever had in your life. The other one's gone. Does it's no longer the title holder, but there's it's it's incremental, right? You can always get a little bit better. You can always have by, a worse day. By the way, are you the guy that has an incredible meal 
and you say, "This might be one of the best steaks I've ever had," or you just you just in your own zone. There, no, there. I there's an answer to that question. When somebody asks me where the best meal I've ever had in my life is, I know the answer to that. I know mm. what I had. I know what it was. I know every last detail of that. After yeah, it was an afternoon. As a matter of fact, can I guess? Sure. Was it the recent trip to Outback? <laughs> That was not it. It was okay. it was okay. it was getting close, but the uh, the the salad didn't have quite enough red Fair onions enough. in it. But it was good. Fair I had enough. Because I, I saw that photo at the bar that you took, which Great Emily picture. didn't like. Great I picture. thought was one of the best selfies I've ever personally seen. Thank you. And I I'll thought that might have been. It was it was good. Don't get me wrong. I had a, they changed their um, font. By the way, it does like if you're looking for that old font, you're going to drive right by it. It's much. Uh, it's updated. It's far more uh, modern than it used to be here's john in huntington beach saying this is a good one by the way okay would you rather have patrick mahomes wife as your wife or patrick mahomes brother as your brother Hmm. both pretty unpopular in the zeitgeist (laughs) both mrs mahomes and brother mahomes okay i I will tell you i'm gonna go with hmm, that's a really good question (laughs) i'll go with the brother and I'm only going to go with the brother because I feel like Patrick is the older brother, correct? I believe yeah, that's he right. Is, right. Okay. Maybe you could kind of, you know, get your brother in line a little bit more. You know, like, what the heck are you doing? Kind of. Or cut him off. Move over to the side here. What the hell are you doing? You know, your wife is your wife. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of forever there, the, the, the wife is a far more complicated thing to deal with than your yeah. brother i would argue yeah. that, that that there are more potential landmines yeah, dealing emily with saying wife. cut him off is kind of a good you yeah, can it's, it's yeah. your brother yeah. i mean could you really do that'd be really hard to do you could you could tell him to chill out one more for you okay. um what is the best tv theme song of all time hashtag Ashley. that's from gfish 21 well i i think everybody's gonna have different I'll, I'll give you mine from growing up i know what you're gonna say and I, I'm going to not say it because I think you knew I was going to say that one, even though that is the better one. Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince is the one. <laughs> yeah. But also the one that I used to just love and married. Oh, it's a great love. one. And mar- I, I, I think Married with Children is in the category. Does that can, I, can I just throw this in there real quick? That's yeah. a Frank Sinatra song that just got mm. repurposed for that show. It's not an original. Do we care? I think that matters. Okay. I think that matters. So then I'll go with Fresh Prince. In West Philadelphia, Not born bad. or raised. I'll go with that one. Got any other suggestions? By all means, hit us up. 877-710-ESPN. I'll throw my hat in the ring with the Cheers theme. Yep. Absolutely love that one. Full That's House a good is a good one. Full House is a, is a very memorable one as well. Uh, Sleeve, very quickly before you do your uh, Harris read. Yep. Breaking news, and we'll talk about this on the other side. Brooklyn Nets all-star Kyrie Irving has requested a trade. League sources are telling The Athletic. The franchise has been informed that Irving prefers to move on ahead of the February 9th trade deadline or will leave in free agency in July. Breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. Kyrie wants out, Al. Wow. Wow, okay, there's a lot to react to that one. Um, and then also, maybe I shouldn't be saying wow. I think every time I've done that with Kyrie, yeah, where... Not, not wow, <laughs> but it's more like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that should be my response right there. All right, Ashley is presented by Harris Resort SoCal. 
Find your funner state of mind with a visit to Harris Resort SoCal, voted best resort in funner California. From dining to unwinding, you'll find fun around every corner. Learn more at harrissocal.com. That's harrissocal.com. All right, so what does it mean with the Kyrie wants out? And do the Lakers, do they dare, do they dare get in the Kyrie Irving business? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.